Welcome back in to Crossing State Lines. I am Jake, joined as always by my dear co-host with the Comos out in Stoneham, Massachusetts. It's the mayor, the leader, the legend, Dave Albiani. Dave, what is going on? Uh, you know, not much, not much. Uh, we've had a good stretch of, uh, of days here because things are starting to open back up. The weather's been good. Uh, sports is looking like it's going to come back next month, maybe the month after, but we have, we have end in sight. Like we have the end of the quarantine in sight. So, uh, it's been a, it's been a good little, uh, patch we got here. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's been, uh, it's been, been a good, been a good recovery session for us here in, uh, in, in the New England area. And Dave, we are back for one of our favorite recurring segments here on the podcast. We're doing a little grab bag action. We're actually live on YouTube right now via StreamYard. Uh, just d- too many viewers to keep up with. I think the thing is broken. We have so many. But uh, but anyway, we are joined, as we are for pretty much every grab bag we do, except for the first one. We have a guest on to chat with us about whatever questions we have that come up. And uh, we are joined this time by a good friend of ours. We've appeared on uh, on his program before. He's been nice enough to ha- nice enough to have us on there. Tyler uh, Tyler Salk is the associate producer of the Gene Valicente show on WPRO, and he's a host on 990 WBOB. What's going on, Tyler? Not much, guys. It's weird to be with you instead of having you with me. I know. It's right, strange. Because, <laughs> like, if you watch something funny, um, this is to Jake. You were, like, the first guest that I booked that wasn't like, oh, hey, like, uh, let me just – find like one of my friends who um make be a guest like you know somebody like with a legitimate title and now here i am with a semi-legitimate title that's partially made up on your show hey it's, uh, <laughs> your title wasn't made up but whatever whatever you can get you know it's, it's all I, about <laughs> I, I make my own title so it's all about getting your name out there what can i, exactly. what can I tell you but uh, but yes. Yeah, so we're we're live we're talking uh, we do a little grab bag action grab bag's pretty simple all it is is we're gonna Ask questions to each other, open-ended, pretty much usually open-ended. We had a couple submitted ones. We'll get to those. Uh, so what we usually do is we number them one through whatever we have. We go around saying pick a number. We answer the question. We do the next question, and then we just end it. That's pretty much how grab bags go. So uh, without further ado, uh, Tyler, you're the guest. So you can pick a number on Dave's list between one and how many do you have, Dave? Uh, let's just do 15. I'll pick the best one. All right. Between Um, one and 15. Let's go with six. All right. Uh, I like to smile. This is going to be a great question. Like, I feel like this is the one where you're like, hopefully he doesn't pick number six before you even (laughs) ask. (laughs) Number six. I had, I had, it's like, it's like its own category. I have like 12 sub questions underneath. There we go. (laughs) <laughs> so I, I figured I'd, I figured I'd start off a little bit different here, Jake. We haven't done this recently. I'm gonna give everyone four choices, and you have to pick one thing to get rid of. Okay. How's that? All right. All right. So fine by me. first group, first group, we're gonna go breakfast. Uh, so you guys have eggs, pancakes, waffles, and French toast. Which one hits the road? Eggs. Waffles. Eggs? What the hell? Waffles? Eggs are nutritious. Are you shitting me? Waffles what? are the best breakfast food. Yeah, but like, no, think about how versatile eggs are. We're sure you can make pancakes and waffles and French toast all versatile, but eggs, you could make an omelet. You could put any vegetable in there, like how Dave said, nutrition right there. Yeah, you could put fruit on all the syrupy stuff, but, you know, maple syrup, as much as I like it. It's not doing me any favors, guys. Oh, it's, it's doing me some, but not <laughs> long term, short term. <laughs> it, it, it's delicious. I I have to go. I have to go French toast here. I mean, pancakes and waffles to me are very similar. They're just kind of yeah. the, bat, the batter of waffles is just maybe a little bit different. Um, and I can't get rid of eggs. Eggs are too good. I mean, you can have you know burritos with them. You can have omelets. You can have a bunch of different ways of cooking them. Over easy, scrambled. You know, hard-boiled eggs, whatever, whatever. So versatile, so versatile. Whatever. What's next? All right. Uh, okay, so the next one is steak, bacon, ribs, or sausage. What What hits the road? Steak, sausage. bacon, ribs, or... Well, I only eat one of those things. 
but <laughs> you don't eat steak. What's wrong with you? Steak. Uh, I don't you like. You don't eat bacon? bacon. I actually don't like bacon at all. Oh, I'm not a fan. Uh, Are I, you trying to like build the following? I know. Of this I know. podcast right here, and you're <laughs> just coming out like right off the second question. Oh yeah, I don't like bacon. I know it's. I know it's gonna piss off Emily, but I'm probably gonna get rid of sausage just because I hate the skin. Okay. At least I, the I other things don't have skin. I, see, I can see that. For me, like, bacon, it's bacon. It's, like, if I'm picking three foods to eat over and over and over again, bacon's in there. Steak's also in there, right? You have two amazing foods right on that list. And then ribs, it has to be good ribs, right? Give me a good barbecue sauce on there. I'm taking that any day. But a sausage, like, it's good, but it's not all-star level good. Yeah, I agree. I'm going with sausage as well. I think it's an easy one for me. I definitely steak is the easy one. You keep that automatically. Steak's yeah. so damn good. Bacon too. That's automatic in my eyes. Oh yeah, bacon's very versatile as well. Burgers, they go with eggs. Maybe that's why Jake wants to get rid of eggs. The whole bacon and eggs combo. He just has nothing to do with it. I know. I'm a little so he he doesn't want sausage and he doesn't want bacon. I'll so tell you what. Eggs with what? Canadian bacon? I'll tell you Damn. what. First of all, first of all, <laughs> smart asses. Uh, I, I get the egg with the French toast. I'm thinking, this is galaxy brain take. I don't need the eggs. I've already got the eggs and the French toast. By that logic, you get eggs with chicken cutlets, though, too. Not really, though, because the eggs are very much more integral to the French toast than cooking eggs with everything else. That how, you how do you think the bread comes in the, on the chicken cutlets? I understand that. I have made chicken cutlets, you know, uh, contrary to popular belief, I have actually cooked before, but eggs, it just, it just doesn't, you know, also I love maple syrup and you cannot put maple syrup on eggs unless you want it to taste terrible. Yes, oh, you, yes can. you can. Yes, it tastes, you can. It tastes wow. fine. Would you they ever take, do that? They actually taste delicious. That sounds, that sounds absolutely repulsive. I would not. I, I would not. Give me a, see, the thing is, though, like, if we're talking scrambled eggs, right? Like, I'm not talking over easy here. They have such little flavor. Add, I see, I'm not a ketchup's on egg guy. Ketchup on eggs guy. Ketchup's on plural. Um, but, you know, like, it just makes it perfect with syrup. Throw a little bit on there. Like, I'm not going to be like, hey, do you have any syrup for my eggs? But if it's on the same plate and it mixes, I'm not mad. Yeah, I'm with that exactly. That's the exact same way I feel. <laughs> I was still. I just realized I was still in the Google Hangouts call. I was the only person there. <laughs> just realized I'd next that out. Uh, but you wonder why this goes so long, Tyler. We're on the first question, <laughs> and we're still not done with it. I'm having fun. <laughs> this is why it I'll, takes forever. <laughs> I'll do the next ones in rapid fire. Oh, thank answer. goodness. Okay, I, I'll I'll only do three more. I'll do uh, three more. All right. Uh, okay, so Super Bowl, March Madness, NBA Finals, or NHL Playoffs? NHL Playoffs. March Madness. Oh, right through my heart. Yeah, you might as well just launch Dave out that window. You might as well <laughs> defenestrate it. That's my favorite thing every year. What was, it was? Oh, I, honestly, I didn't even hear that. It was March Madness. Well, I didn't even hear the. Honestly, well, I, got I, into, I got into such a rant on syrup. I forgot we were eliminating what we don't want. Like, um, go over them again. My bad. I was picking the one I want most. That's my bad. Yeah, refresh. so we got we got Super Bowl, March mm. Madness, NBA Finals, or NHL playoffs. NBA Finals, NHL for me, and I love NHL yeah. playoffs. Me too. I love them, but they're just they're on the outside looking in. Sorry. Yeah, it, it's easy. Um, okay, so next one we'll do. Uh, oh, this is going quesadilla, burrito, nachos, or tacos. Well, uh, I don't eat quesadilla. any of those things. So you don't like Mexican. No, I mean, nachos, like, I don't eat, like, I, I don't, actually, that's just chips and salsa, so I don't need nachos. Uh, so I'll, def I'll defer to the person who eats normal food in this house. Emily, what are the four options again? Nachos, burritos, tacos, or um, quesadillas. quesadillas. One has to go. Nachos, burritos, tacos, or quesadillas. I'm guessing you'll say burrito. Taco? Really? Emily says Taco tacos. Me. Taco for me. Yeah. Quesadilla any day. I Quesadilla love them all. Quesadilla's got to go. They're so good, but, like, wow. I want to taste more than just cheese is the thing. I love cheese, but I want more than just cheese. That's fair. Uh, the the fair. rest offer so much. We're going rapid fire, though. You don't want to rant on a quesadilla because I like quesadillas a lot. 
I love quesadillas. <laughs> you can um, see by like by chubby cheese. I love all this stuff. <laughs> food is delicious. That's yeah. it's great. Yeah. I mean, right, exactly. Dave, Dave is also operating with a metabolism that's about 50 times faster than the normal person, so. <laughs> Dave's like, I eat a large breadstick every day before I go to work out. <laughs> and that powers me the rest of the day. Jake, Jake knows I like my cinnamon sticks. I know you do. Well, so do I, but only one of us you can tell. <laughs> All right, last one. Cake, cookies, pie, or ice cream? Pie. Pie. Pie, pie yep. Yeah. No doubt about it. Not even close. All right, all right. I'll 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 uh, seed the floor. All right. Uh, so Tyler, pick a number between one and ten. Um, let's go three. All right. Let me pull my list up here. Number three. All right. So this is uh, an open-ending question. This is one that I had an idea of, like maybe we should do a whole podcast about it, but I don't know if it has the legs for a whole podcast. So I think it's a good mm-hmm. discussion topic. What are the best? And we might have discussed this before already on the show. I'm not sure. What are the best? cable movies so you're just strolling through cable and you see this movie on and you're like all right well this uh, is that's the rest like it's similar to the, the shawshank term where you're hooked by this movie but for me it's different because it has to be a movie that there isn't a lot of swearing or violence because you don't want to see it cut out on cable so there needs to be some sort of maybe not like a hard pg-13 type deal or something like that so the ones i wrote down I mean, for me, this is, it's, I mean, Jurassic Park is clearly my, my number one for that because there really isn't a lot, there really isn't any swearing in Jurassic Park save for one big pile of shit line. And the violence is pretty tempered for the most part. So they really don't have to cut out anything in that regard. What? You have it? No? No, su- okay. No family has a suggestion for a movie. But um, I also put Dumb and Dumber on here. Not a lot of, uh, not a lot of uh, explicit language that needs to be censored in that movie either. Um, try to think of other ones that that I just I see on T. Tommy Boy is one of them. If I see Tommy Boy on, I gotta watch it. Uh, so I'm anxious to hear what you guys say. So what what are some of the best cable movies that you you see it on TV and, and you're hooked? So I would definitely agree with um, Dumb and Dumber. Right, whenever that's on Comedy Central, it's like okay, well I know what I'm doing this Saturday. But I'm going to disagree. Like, it definitely ruins it a little bit when there's swearing and vulgarity in a movie. But if Step Brothers is ever on, is there anybody in their right mind who's passing out watching that? Because I don't have cable anymore. I moved out of my parents' place probably seven months ago now, only 24. Um, So... You know, it's been a while, but I remember it was like, oh, Step Brothers is on TBS. And, oh, an hour later, it's on Comedy Central. And then an hour after, like, just go to FX. It's, like, right there. And I'm not mad. Ever. See, but uh, before before you chime in, Dave, I, I do disagree. I mean, I, I do watch Step Brothers, but it's on TV. But it, it just is not the same. It's just not the same. And it's not the same, but like you get like the it's that Catalina wine mixer with no f bombs in there, and it's not the same. You're right. Um, I mean, there, there is a there is a small done. element of comedy in there when it's like it's the freaking Catalina wine mixer. It's the freaking Catalina. It's the freaking. Like, but but see, you, you've watched it. That means you've watched it. You've. Uh, you ha- watched it. Oh, I have before, again, before on cable. If you know what's the freaking instead of that was before before it was on Netflix. I would watch it on TV because yeah. I didn't want to break out the DVDs. But uh, by the way, before you go on, Dave, Emily wanted to say that Elf was one of her picks, uh, which is true. Uh, even now, if Elf was on TV now, I would probably stop and watch it. It's that good of a movie. Elf is a good one. Um, what about what about The Dark Knight? That's on a lot, and that's not really one. any scenes that get cut out. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a really good one. That is one that um, really gets you. I mean, really, I mean, Winter Soldier is one of them. That's another one. Yep. That we Civil War. We've yep, Civil War. We've been hooked on that so many times going through like there's nothing else on. It's like, all right, well, Winter Soldier's on, just put that on. Guardians of the Galaxy's been like that recently. So Happy uh, Gilmore. Happy oh, Happy Gilmore is a great one. There's a couple of lines yep. they have to censor in that, but for the most part, it's pretty much as it was. Yeah. And then I, I think maybe uh yeah, that, I mean, that's off the top of my head. That's the only ones I could think of because a lot of them, like you said, swearing, violence. I mean, John Wick is on Paramount a lot now, um, and I don't think they cut out that much because there's not a lot of swearing. There is a lot of violence, obviously, though. Right. Right. Yep. 
So that's uh, that's cable movie. So Tyler, uh, you have how many? You have what? Five questions. Five of them. Yep. All right. So let's go with. Uh, I'll pick this one. Dave can do the next one. How about number? Uh, let's go number two. Number two. Okay. So we're all media guys. Favorite interview that you've had in your media career? Uh, Michael Holly, no doubt. Michael Holly is uh, a fantastic uh, interview. He's he's a he's just such a nice guy. Yeah. Um, I would say Christopher Price. He was the nicest guy I've ever talked to, I think. So I'm going to go silver medalist. She went to Brown Winter Olympics. Lauren Gibbs. I had her like two weeks before going to Pyeongchang and like to be able to be like, oh, hey, like I just I have her phone number now and she just won a silver medal. Really good. And a great story from that one. Lauren Gibbs, Lauren G. I had gone on a few dates with a girl named Lauren G. Not going to give the last name here. (laughs) And so I texted, I meant to text um, the Olympian to come back on the show like a few weeks later. (laughs) I texted the wrong one and like it didn't work out with this girl. We got along. But how good of a power move is it to be like, (laughs) oh, my bad. I meant to text an Olympian also named Lauren. Like, get away from me. That's tough. <laughs> and who was the other? Oh, was that? Was it? Was there two? You said, or was there only one? Just if you have a second one, go for it. But I just favorite. I'm trying to think. I mean, Michael Holly was the one that came to mind first. He's definitely the best. Why Holly? What Michael Holly? He's great. Over at uh, well, that was when he was still at WEEI. Hmm. I can't put them on all the time. I'm trying to get them on. You struggle with your glasses? What was it? You struggling with your glasses? A little bit. I'm not usually. I'm not used to wearing them. What can I say? I'll, I'll do. I'll do them like this. Like I'm, like I'm in disbelief about something you said, and I'm like, really. <laughs> but you'll like just keep pulling them off, like every few seconds. Like I, I'm getting used to the fact that people are. Well, I would say people are watching, but uh, <clears throat> they're not. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Dave, uh, it's back to you. How about we go with number ten? Number ten. All right, would you rather be a world-class chef or a world-class musician? Ooh, that's, that's tough. Um, I'd probably go chef. Same. Because if, if, if I'm a musician, I can't sleep in my own bed. I'm going to be on tour. That's right. Right? I, like, I, I want my own bed. <laughs> I guess that's true. And, and you can make yourself meal. Like, musicians, like, I'm sure after a while, you probably don't want to hear your music. See, uh, here's a question, though. If I'm a world-class chef... Does that mean I have a world-class cleanup crew, or am I doing it myself? If you're a world-class chef, I'm guessing you have enough money that the people can clean it up for you. Then definitely chef. If I have to clean yeah. it up, like, I'm considering sleeping in a different bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would probably, I'm yeah. probably just, I'm just going to go with chef, just because, like, the only, you know, I guess the only thing is there's probably a lot more fame associated with musicians than there is with chefs. I mean, there's a lot of famous chefs, but there's, like, 20,000 times more famous musicians. Um, so, I mean, if you're looking for fame and for, I mean, fame and fortune, probably fortune associated with both just because you're world class. But in terms of fame and stuff like that, if you want that, you're probably going to want to lean more musician. But I would probably go with Chef for the same reason Dave said. I could cook a lot of great stuff for myself and for Emily. That's why I would do it. Oh, oh, yeah. Can you and, imagine the meal for dinner she'd have? I would have just... I would cook the best chicken parm ever. It'd be this incredible chicken parm. So where time. where do you think your friends would try to use you more though? Like uh, if to get to get like concert tickets or to get free food? Free food. <laughs> well, in today's day and age, I don't think anyone's getting free concert tickets at the moment. So I that's guess true. Yeah. you're gonna you're gonna get used no matter what. That's the thing. That's true. I'd rather get used to my own bed. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. That's one way to look at it. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, Dave, why don't you pick a number between one and ten, but not three? Not three. Oh, I was gonna. Not that's three. what I was gonna pick. Uh, I'll take one. Number one. Uh, so, Dave, this is inspired by our conversation yesterday with uh, friends of the podcast, Jake Levin and Brandon Maxwell. What are the the best places for a beer? What's the best place to enjoy a beer? <laughs> That's what that was on my list too. <laughs> Damn, I knew it would be. We're we're we work on the same wavelength, Dave. So I knew it would be. Um, this yeah. This is this one's to me obviously number one is free beer. 
Like a free beer is number one. Well, te- technically it doesn't count because it's not a place. <laughs> it, it could be a location. It could be. It can be anywhere. <laughs> Unless it's the free beer it can store. It be located anywhere. <laughs> or my fridge when you're here. <laughs> I don't think it, it really qualifies. But um, Okay, the, the top non-free beer, I would say... I would probably say shower beer or porch beer. Those are two of my favorites. Ooh, porch beer is a good one. Porch beer is a good one. Um, I think I think Brandon said beach beer, which I'm not really too hot on, just because like there's sand and there's wet and there's just like discomfort and sun. And the last thing I want to drink in that moment is like a beer that's going to be warm in three minutes. So unless I'm chugging it down, I'm not really in favor of that. But I, I shower beer, I'll admit I've never done that before in my life. Um, might have to give it a shot though if it comes highly recommended. Um, but porch beer—that is—that's a good one. Uh, I think a um, nice cookout beer is good. Bonfire beer. Bonfire. I mean, bonfire beer. Nothing really beats that. Uh, for me, it's it's sitting at a bar and drinking beer from a tap. That's just that's me. That's my favorite beer to drink. Just sitting, so yeah. So I don't think there's a wrong answer. I haven't tried a shower beer. I'm with Jake there, but I feel like if you're going to shotgun one, that's probably the place you could least worry about making a mess is the thing. Like, good luck having something in the shower to puncture the can with. But, um... All right, well, I'm sorry. For some reason, I (laughs) I just have the image of you shotgunning a beer in the shower. (laughs) (laughs) Is that something you've done, Dave? Have you shotgunned a beer in the shower? I have never shotgunned a beer in the shower. Yet he's thinking yeah. about it now. now like, he's I can see it. him in his face. Um, golf course isn't a bad place. Ooh, yeah. Golf course is like beach though, where like I've I mean I've actually done that. I've I've drive I've drank way more at a golf course than I have at a beach. But that's another case of like you get out of the cart and you're golfing and then you putt and all this stuff and then by the time you get back to the beer, unless you you have it with you and it's between your legs while you're putting, uh, it's gonna get like really warm and that that's a dangerous game to play. But if you can keep it cold. Or, you know, get it down fast enough. That golf course beer, that is tough to beat. I, I won't lie. I mean, it's all about the speed, right? Oh, yeah. It's all about speed. It's all about the speed, need for speed in the, in the beer drinking game. Uh, so, yeah. Any any other any other places you're itching to get out there? I think I think I named my, my top five. I mean, I would say there's a couple other ones that are nice. I like, love how shower was, like, number one, though. Oh shit! <laughs> because you have the hot water in the team, and you have like the ice cold beer. Mm-hmm. It's like a good. It's a good combo. So like you're you're refreshing yourself while you shower. Okay. It's it's a crisp. <laughs> you know, <it's> crisp. <laughs> yeah. You just know. gotta put it on the top shelf because if you hold it low, then it gets, the water gets in it. That's true. Fair enough. That's true. I also <laughs> like a good game night beer. We gotta love game night beer. That was always fun too. For, uh, weekend beers, obviously, that's kind of like a given because a lot of people don't drink beers during the week. Mm-hmm. But uh, weekend beers are very good. Yep. Yeah, that's that's uh, weekend beers. No, it really beats those. So um, could uh, could we say though, while we're on this topic, the ballpark or stadium beer is the most overrated because you're spending twelve dollars yes. to not feel anything. Get watered down. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. Our buddy, yeah. our buddy Jake Levin said ballpark beer, and I was like, "Not so fast, not so fast." I'm out on not that. Not unless I'm sneaking <laughs> beers in. Yeah, unless unless I smuggled in the beer, and I have that satisfaction of taking money out of the of of a uh, let's call Robert Grass pocket it, or whatever. Let's call it Penway Fark, just a, a random fake ballpark. <laughs> if I take money out of their hands by doing that, but uh, good luck trying to get that in. Anyway, in, yeah, in, in Select Jadium, in Select Jadium, <laughs> yes, and uh, the GD Tartan. Yeah, for, of course. For example, I'm, I'm a big fan of the GD Tartan. The GD Tartan. We love the GD Tartan. Anyway, yeah. um, so that was just my question. That brings us to Tyler. So Dave, want to pick a number between one and five for Mr. Salk? Not two. Uh, num- Not two. Number five. Number five. Okay, this is actually a great one. Stupidest thing you've done lately. Stupidest thing I've done lately. Uh, could I start? Oh, I, I got a good one. Could I start with this one? Yeah, go so, ahead. So this morning, right, I get home from my first work shift of the day, crazy day of work, and there's a spider on the ceiling, kind of in the corner, above the window. I have no way to get to it other than climbing on a chair. So I end up, like, getting up there. Oh, I don't have a tissue. I get up there fine the first time. Get a tissue, go back up. Chair goes toppling over. My hand knocks over the a part of the curtain, 
I have to call the maintenance guy. And I don't know if it was my knee or the chair, but there's a dent in my wall right now. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm well, fine. Good. Thanks for asking. But you want to know the best the news? Is after, so I'm recording it on Snap for, like, everybody who I have streaks with. Like, oh, I'm going to kill this spider. Instead, I have video of – I didn't save it – of me falling off the chair. And I, I sent it every like great moment. And I went back up a third time, and guess who got the spider? Well, third time is the champ, time, as they say. I know. Ooh, 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 ooh. Dave. <laughs> All right. So the other day I was running, and brag. My my shoes. Brag. I was on. I was on mile fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> my shoes, my shoes are the laces are really long, so I double mop them and put them in my shoes. Okay, wow. And I was running, and the school that's near me, I run through the back to cut through, like so I don't have to run on Main Street as much with the traffic. And there's like a ramp, and for some reason, my shoelaces got loose from my shoe, and I was on sand, and I stepped on my laces and slid all the way down the ramp, and landed, and got, and I got a big cut on my thumb and gashed my uh, my knees and. I uh, ripped my shirt and my phone screen had a crack in it. Oh my on God. The, the cover. <laughs> <laughs> this is and, a good question. And, and, all, and all I could ever, and all I could think about was when I was laying there was, man, I really hope there's no kids watching me. <laughs> oh, that's, that's always the first thought. That's yeah. always the first thought. Um, can you think of anything? I'm trying to think of something lately. I know there's something, but for some reason I just, I'm, I'm blanking. In that stead, I'll, I'll say a story that I'm sure I've told on this podcast before, but I know Tyler's never heard of it, and that when I was in uh, high school, I fell asleep on the treadmill. That's literally still the, one of the hardest things I... I can't even believe that. I was doing a cool-down, and I was, like, just slowly walking, and I put my head down for... I must have been very tired. Put my head down for, like, a minute or two, and uh, I... Next thing I knew, I was sliding off the treadmill... And I also heard my mother shouting, because she was there. Remember, this is high school. I couldn't drive yet. I was, like, a freshman. <laughs> so she's like, oh, my God, Jake. And I'm like, okay, please, first of all, stop, because this is embarrassing uh, enough already. I don't need attention called to me. And the gym was, like, literally within shouting distance of my high school. So there's a potential that either teachers or fellow students were there. So I wasn't a fan of that. But you know what? If I think of something else, I'll, I'll let you guys know, because I'm sure there's enough stuff that's happened in the past week or two. I can't believe you fell asleep on a treadmill. That's just, it's, it's hilarious. It's hard to believe. It At least, if it happened like five years after it happened, I don't know what year, but the chances that that would have been recorded are high. They're very high. Yeah, even if it was so incidental. I, I, like, yeah, you just made it. Yeah, and like somebody Snapchat doing something else, and then they see me, and I'm next thing I know, I'm on Barstool with 80,000 views. <laughs> Like, when when Mondays hit, and then I'm just on the ground. Uh, all right, so, Dave, we're back to you, Tyler. You want to pick a number? Um, To 20, it is, right? Uh, uh, 15, Yeah, right? 20, yeah. Uh, well, good. yeah, I, I can pick if, if we run out. Okay, let's go 18. Ooh. 18? Okay. 18. off the rails. If you could pick any TV show to work behind the scenes on, what TV show would it be? Current or anytime? Anytime. Hmm. Mine would be Impractical Jokers. Mm. I think that would be hilarious to work on that set. I feel like each day would be a new thing. I feel like Breaking Bad would be a real laugh riot. I mean, I got to go with The Office, personally. Like, it's my show. It is, my, it's also, it is also my show. Um, I am personally... Um, trying to think of my like, top five. I Honestly... And I'm not just saying this because Emily is next to me, and I'm not saying it's just to be a contrarian, but I'd probably go Parks and Rec. I feel like that was a really fun set to be on with all those people. Like, I'm not saying The Office wasn't fun. I'm just saying it's probably, like, just as fun or more fun on the Parks and Rec set. So I'd probably Jake. go with that. Even though it's not, like, you know, one of my – either that one or actually – it's either that one or It's Always Sunny. I feel like It's Always Sunny is a riot, too. Oh, It's Always Sunny would be yeah. hilarious, too. <laughs> I, like be See, hilarious. I feel like, though, Danny DeVito, as much as we love him – like, spending hour after hour with Danny DeVito would drive you nuts. <laughs> I don't know. Danny DeVito's the man. 
Man. He is. He's a man, but I feel like that would be in short dosage. Dosages. That's the problem. Dosages. Doses. thing about being live on YouTube is that I just slashed my leg under the table and people saw my reaction to it. And that's the stupid thing you've done lately. You Boom, right there. You got, you got something. Right there. <laughs> oh, that's true. I did hit my head on the bookshelf today. So there's that. But that's not exactly. I don't consider that all too stupid because that was. Do you have a bump or a cut? Uh, I have a little mark, but but that's about it. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so uh, Tyler, you want to pick a number between one and ten? Um, let's go nine. Nine. All right, this one's from uh, Mike Gilligan, good friend of our podcast. He's from Small State Big Takes. He's also from the Verbally Committed podcast, which just dropped its first episode this week. Uh, Gilly says, "What is your favorite sports jersey you've owned, and why?" Uh. Mine would be Vince Wolfork, the Super Bowl jersey from um, the last Super Bowl they played him. He said the MHK on it, too. Oh, wow. That's right. So, so uh, well, Jake, you and I are in Rhode Island. I might have to cross to mass, cross state lines, if you will. Hey. Um, I'm going to go. That's the name of the show. <laughs> I, there we go. <laughs> um, I'm going to go Kurt Schilling, 2004. World Series patch jersey. So, like, right here in this area had, like, the 04 logo. Got a lot of use out of that one. And, you know, after, even though we were so young when that happened, we knew the magic of the 86 years before everything happened. Kurt Schilling, Bloody Sockier and everything. Just a cool jersey to have. Wish I still had it. Um... I would say mine is not nearly as meaningful as both yours, but uh, mine's got to be my Roosevelt Colvin jersey. I love Roosevelt Colvin, and I've tweeted it like four or five times that I had his jersey and that I loved him, and he's liked it or retweeted it every time. I love that dude. I love him. He's a big Purdue fan, obviously, uh, and he tweets about all that stuff, too. I follow him. He's great. Love Roosevelt Colvin. If you're listening, I'm going to tag him in this in this grab bag. Swear to God. Roosevelt Colvin is a man. Love him. I don't know where that jersey went, but I wore it for a long time. I wore it a long time, as long as it could fit, which uh, thankfully was a long time. But uh, anyway, uh, Dave, we are back to – no, I'm sorry, Tyler. It's you again, so let's go with question number four. Okay. Um, so, again, we're all media people. We are. I, I'm going to skip this one. We're having fun. This is okay. a little bit too, like, of a okay. touchy-feely type of one. Um, all right. Do you mind if I move up the list one? Sure. Okay. Athlete or celebrity you'd most likely fanboy over if you met them? Oh, that's a long list. Um, oh, that's a good question. Can I say all of them? <laughs> kind of how I feel about that. Um, um, that's a good question, Tyler. I've, if you guys want a second to think, I'm going number five, Nomar. Wow, Garcia Para. See, we all remember that one, and that's interesting. We all, I think, you guys grew up in the Southern New England area, right? Nomar was a hero of every single one of us. And look, I, as you guys do, I have the media experience, right? I don't get phased in a locker room. If I'm watching a Dodgers broadcast, I'm like, oh my god, Nomar's on, Nomar's on. This is great. Un. Related, sort of, I think Jerry Remy has lost his touch as a broadcaster when Don Orsillo left. I would love to see Nomar join the Nessie crew. Like, yeah. Tell me that ba- I would not think this anyway, but tell me that baseball is boring when you have Nomar in the booth every game. I'm probably going to jail for assault. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We, you know, it's, it's not, I mean, at least you have a good story for it, right? Yeah, and I mean, let's be real. We all had a Nomar shirt. Every kid had that blue Nomar shirt with the red trimming. I remember because we were really young. I had a Nomar teddy bear. I All the baseball cards, like just all the memories that came from Nomar are hmm. unreal. And let's not forget, had he kept up those numbers? That's a Hall of Famer, no question. He didn't keep them up, but dude was a monster. Oh, man, this is still really tough. You want me to go? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I would say Kevin Garnett. Wow. I, yeah. I think Kevin Garnett, because even when I was younger, when he was on the Timberwolves, he was my favorite player. Um, and I would say, I mean, if, if I went to, like, each sport, I mean, hockey would probably be Patrice Bergeron. I just like him a lot. It'd probably be Vince Wilfork for the Patriots or Devin McCourty. And it would probably be... Um, 
for the Red Sox. I don't know. I I always kind of like Xander Bogarts, even before he came up. And Mookie Betts was the same way, too, because I followed them when they were coming up. I would, you know what? I would do Mookie Betts. That's mine because I would, I would meet him and I. But if, until, once I got the words out of my mouth, I would say you got screwed by the Red Sox. You're still a great. We still love you in Red Sox <laughs> Nation. You're, uh, we are on your side. And when you hit free agency after playing 30 games for the Dodgers, come back. Yeah, and see, like the big thing for me is we've all been like in the locker rooms and whatnot. We've all had the access. Going back to Nomar though. Like, he was so far before we had the access that it was like... Yeah. I, I, going to Kevin Garnett, too. He was well before that where, you know, you still look at him as that boyhood idol. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You get a point there. Um, so, Dave, I think it's back to you. Let's go with number seven. Number seven. Okay. If you... Would you rather give up Movies at the theater and candy. So this is a combination. Both mm-hmm. of those. Or TV shows and movie theater popcorn. Mm-hmm. So if you, go, if you go to the theaters, you cannot have movie theater popcorn. But if you stay at home, you cannot have candy. Oh, yeah, that's whatever. I won't have candy if I stay at home. That's what else. Yeah, I'm, I can't I'm give up movie theater popcorn. There. You can't see TV shows. Or, or if, you, or if you stay at home with TV shows, you cannot have candy. And if you go to the movie theater, you cannot have movie theater So popcorn. I can still watch TV shows, but I can't eat candy while I'm doing it? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm fine with But that. you can't go to the movie theaters either. At, it, it's, it's, a, it's a both thing. Okay. Uh, so uh, I'm more of a TV guy than a movie guy. So that's okay. an easy choice for me. So yeah, the right. theater experience, okay. I know people like hate on it a lot because it's a lot of money or whatever, but the theater experience is just awesome. Like I miss certain it. movies like, in, like Invisible Man, like when you could hear the sound and like the waves going through your seat yeah. and like you're with everyone else, you have no idea what's coming. Like that feeling is like that's why people like to go to the movies. And I don't know if I could give that up, even without popcorn. I guess I gotta figure out something else to bring as a snack, but I absolutely love movie theater popcorn. I don't know. That's a tough one. I still think I might go. I might still go the TV movie theater popcorn route. Just honestly, that. Jake, I thought you'd go right off the bat to that. I I think I might have to go with that just because I love movie theater popcorn so much. Hey, you remember the snack? It it got so far. I know it did. It did. It it didn't beat uh, sweet chili Doritos though. So. Dave Dave knows that I love two things in life. I love movie theater popcorn, and I love Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> the 16 seed making it all the way to the what the elite eight or whatever. Oh, I thought I thought you were gonna say um, you like sweet chili Doritos. I was gonna be like, wait, you like that, but you don't like bacon? Oh no, yeah, I hate all of it. <laughs> that, that was that was Dave's. That was Dave's doing entirely. Um, anyway, sweet chili Doritos are so good. Uh, I, who picked a number for me last time? Was it Dave or Tyler? I think I did. I picked nine last time. Okay, then Dave, you get to pick a number now. Uh, seven. Seven. This one is from Steve Scott. Uh, so Steve. Oh God. <laughs> Steve says, uh, is that uh, he had a, some? He had a really good question that he asked. It had to do with music. So I was like, can we get one not about music so Dave can participate? And then, because <laughs> Dave's not a huge music guy, as we know. Um, Understatement of the year. <laughs> so Steve asked, which superhero would be the best and the worst at social media? I'm going to say the Hulk would probably be the worst because he would have trouble hitting a keyboard or the keys on his phone. Mm, okay. Well, I think I think that... I think... I think Iron Man or Spider-Man would be pretty good with social media because Spider-Man's young. He's hip with it. And Iron Man just knows the right thing to say all the time. So I feel like they... What about Professor Hulk? What was it? What about... Because Hulk became Professor Hulk at, Hulk at the that's end. That's true. So I think like, Professor Hulk would be a, a fire Twitter follow. He'd be great. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I think... I think Professor Hulk would probably be the best one. He would be good. I think, honestly, this is this might be a hot take, but follow me here. I think Captain America would be terrible at social media. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I think he'd be the worst. He's an old man. He's like 100-and-something yeah. years old. He doesn't know what to do with it. It's newfangled technology. He doesn't know what he's doing with it. Yeah, I would pick him to be probably as the worst, maybe. Uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, I'm, unless unless we do Groot. Maybe. 
I mean, Groot would kind of just say the same thing over and over again. Rocket would be really good at it. I'd like, I'd follow Gamora on Twitter. She'd probably be pretty good at, uh, on Twitter. Um, Drac. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the whole, the whole Guardians team really would be. I, I think they would do a uh, small state big takes type deal where they would have the same account, just have emojis that kind of designated who was tweeting from the account. That'd be pretty cool. I would follow that for sure. Um, so I think Captain America would be pretty bad. Hawkeye, I wouldn't really care about. I'd probably just post a bunch of like archery videos and shooting pigeons or something. I wouldn't be interested in that. I do like Hawkeye, but unfortunately, uh, not going to happen. Uh, but it's a good question. Um, I know we all we just did all Marvel characters, so if I was thinking DC-wise, I feel like The Flash and Wonder Woman would be pretty good at social media. I don't think Batman would be... Batman would be the one that tweets like once... Doesn't tweet again for like four years, then like retweet something, and then doesn't tweet again for like three more years. You think Jack- Wonder Woman would be good though? I think she'd be pretty good at it. Yeah. Jake, let me ask you a question though. Yes. Are you talking about Batman, Batman, or like Abed being Batman? Because <laughs> Abed is Batman. That is true. I am talking about <laughs> Batman, Batman for the record. Okay. Okay. For the record, that is a good clarification. Though. Thank you. <laughs> that is a good clarification. Uh, but all right. So Tyler, uh, why don't you read one of yours? Okay, um, best memory made in lockdown. Ooh, best memory made in lockdown. Dang. That's a good question. Hmm. So while you guys think, Mm -hmm. my roommate, who probably is hearing this right now and is going to start laughing in the background, um, he was in the camp of, oh, I'm going to cut my own hair. And I advised against him. And he cut into his own hairline. It didn't turn out too good. Oh, boy. So he realized it didn't turn out too good. So he did it again. It came out worse. At cutting into it four times, he ended up, like, shaving off, like, the sideburn area and just above it. But not, like, here. So it was, like, just this area on each side. Like, it came out real bad. And I ended up having to shave his head. Like, completely bald. Wow. That's the stuff of nightmares for some people. Um, uh, see, I call it, um, which luckily we're like live right now. This was one sec. This was the before, like at, when it was really cut into like real bad. Like that's a bad hairline. He did it to himself. Dave, look up for a sec. Like this is like a really bad hairline. He did that to himself and it ended up being. Oh, oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> And, you know, like I ended up um, giving my barber a call. I was like, hey, do you want to like make a hundred bucks for doing a house call? He got back to me too late. So I sent him a picture of the job that I did. He asked me to. He said I do an A plus job. So like, Jay, you look like you're due for a haircut. I'm due for a haircut. But if if you're looking for a head shave, I've got barber approval. Like that's an A plus job. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that um, people that the people that I live with would be too happy about. Uh, do you ask? A head shave, uh, <laughs> Emily. What you about? Yeah, that's a no. That's a quick no from uh, from Emily. <laughs> that's gonna happen. Um, I would say this isn't like a good memory, or this isn't like a wow, what a fond moment. But mm. uh, uh, Steve and I, Steve Scott, uh, just the the aforementioned Steve Scott. He, he and I do another podcast called The Elite Two. It's a Pokemon podcast, which uh, dropping our new episode on Thursday. But anyway, um. We recorded our first episode the night that the NBA shut down, and mm-hmm. we I had to pause the recording to edit something, and the second I paused it, like, all at the same time, Rudy Gobert got diagnosed with coronavirus, Tom Hanks and Rhea Wilson was di- were diagnosed with coronavirus, and the NBA shut down. And, like, we had to record the rest of that episode knowing all that information, but not being able to say it, because the episode wasn't going to come out for another month. So... Like, I don't know if you listen back to that Generation 1 episode, there might be a distinct moment where it's like we're talking all chipper and then it's like incredibly somber. I don't know. Maybe you can hear that in the audio. But um, e- anyway, that is uh, that is that that is that that is the T, as the kids say. But uh, but yeah, so that's mine. Dave, I don't know if you want to go. I don't know if I have any like great moments. I've I've been uh, pretty low key. Nothing really happening. Uh, I guess. Winning Jeopardy last week was pretty good. That was pretty good. That was a big moment for us. That was <laughs> a big I'll moment. I'll go with that. I heard, I heard, I didn't get to listen that Jake Levin kicked everybody's ass the first time around. And the second time around. And the second time around. 
Yeah, not, no, not, not everybody. Mine and Steve's. <laughs> well, I will say that's a good promo because tomorrow we'll be live again doing another Jeopardy round. Pop culture this time. It'll be Jake, Dave, Jake, Jake, Dave, and Steve back at it again. And I'll be hosting it. So uh, we'll see if the the, the, le- the the playing field is leveled at that point. But uh, we'll find out. Uh, all right. So that was me. So it's back. To, I'm sorry. That was. Wait, is it Tyler? Yeah, that, that was me. That was you. That was right. me. Okay. So Dave, it's back to you. We probably have time for a couple more questions each each of us. So, uh, Dave, you can just okay. go. Dave, go ahead and pick one that you like. Okay. Um, okay. Here's one. What is your all-time starting five in the NBA? That is a very interesting question to ask, because off the top of my head, I don't know. Um, I'm gonna go purely I, off like favorite players. Um, I'd probably start Stockton at point guard. I love John Stockton. Always have. Uh, Got to put Kareem out there, definitely. Uh, oh, sweet Jesus. Um, if anybody wants to put forth some of their players while I'm thinking, they can. Okay, I, I, um, uh, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, I actually think I know mine. Wow. Um, I, I do, I know mine too. Jesus, all right. Yeah, uh, I would go Magic Johnson at point guard. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would go Gordon at shooting guard. Mm-hmm. I would go LeBron at small forward. I would go... This is the tough one. I would go... So, hold on. So, let, let me get this straight. So, are you asking, like, our favorites or, like, just the all-time best? No, like, your all-time best that you can put together. Okay, well, then, yeah, you're, I, well, then you're, pretty much, you're pretty much taking the taking the reins on this one. I mean, Magic Johnson, Jordan, LeBron. Uh, yeah, where I have those is my so, three, but... Rather, let's, let's workshop it. So, Dave, who's next? I mean, I would say power forward. You're probably thinking between, like, Kareem or maybe you go, like, a small four, like, Move LeBron to the four, and you put like Durant or Bird at the no. three. Mm-mm. I'm going Duncan. Oh, come on now. You can go Duncan. I love yeah. I love Tim Duncan, but Kareem is a, a Kareem is a better player than Tim Duncan. But you could you could even put Kareem at center. You could, but then what about like Bill Russell? I mean, that's I mean, there's a lot of great players. So that would be my five. I would probably do Magic, you know, you, Magic, I mean, Jordan, LeBron, Kareem, and Bill Russell. That's my five. I mean, right. people are gonna wonder why you left off Will too. Wilt is, uh, it's, that's the thing when you only have five guys. <laughs> like Exactly, yeah. Wilt, Wilt would be on the bench, so would Duncan. I don't know what to tell you. That's a hell of a bench. <laughs> 100 points off the bench. <laughs> you could put me and him on the bench and we'd still get 100 points off the bench because Wilt could score 100. Yeah. You could put me on the court and I wouldn't even know I was there. <laughs> I, I would go, personally, I would probably go, oof, man. That's so tough. The five, the five. I'm definitely, I'm definitely going Russell. But I don't know the four. I don't know. It's probably between Bird and Kareem and, um, I mean, you can even throw Karl Malone in there too. Yeah, that's true. I mean, th- there's a lot of there's a lot of good fits there. I, I I don't think I'd go Duncan. I know he's a top ten player, but I don't think I'd yeah. go Duncan. So who's your who'd be your your center, Tyler? Um. Maybe Wilt, maybe Bill Russell, maybe Shaq. Mm, it's Shaq's harder. A good fringe, fringe um, one. Yeah. I'm Shaq's my generation. I'm gonna go Shaq. Okay, that's fine. That's that's understandable. Uh, yeah, just just because he's my generation there. Yeah, definitely. I get that. I get that. Um, all right. So from my list, here's here's a good one that I think I think Tyler can really help us with, Dave, especially as an objective party. Uh, so Tyler. Yes. If they were to make a Crossing State Lines movie, ooh, who would play me and Dave? Oh, um, uh, Jake, Jake is fishing for one of these answers. He's fishing okay. for one of these answers. So okay, hold on. Let, let me just to time out, Dave. I'm not thinking Noah Emmerich. All right, he's like in his sixties. That's not going to happen unless okay, we so, de-age him like Samuel L. in Captain Marvel. It's not going to happen. So so uh, this guy might be sixty now, but. Because of the hair, you have a lot more energy, I think. But I might oh. go Keanu because of the oh hair. Oh my god, that's so that's so nice of you. Oh, that's uh, so nice. Then Dave, move, move this your is, hand. By the time we're on episode two thousand, Keanu um, Reeves will be me. <laughs> that, that's what I'm like, Rain Wilson. All right, no, hold on, <laughs> hold on. But Tyler, Dave is right. I did ask this question for a reason. You're a big Office guy, right? I, I'm I knew you were gonna say this. I knew it. Uh, Doesn't Dave kind of look like Pete? 
You mean plop? Yes, I'm sorry, plop. <laughs> um, I can see it. Thank you. Like, I, I'm that's not going to go. That's a no. He's being nice. That's no, a he's no. Nice. I mean, he's not. No, no. no. So it, he's saying like that he could see not, it, but I'm he not wouldn't. I'm going to come up with that on my own. But, like, right. now that it's been brought either. up, like, yeah. now, sure. Trust me. Watch season nine. You won't unsee it now. So, uh, so who plays me is like, the special guest in that's a good point. the Crossing State Lines. Um... Who plays? Wait, wait. Who plays? Who plays? Oh, yeah. me? Wait, we haven't cast Dave yet. Uh, I thought we were putting him as Plop. Oh, I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> Keanu Reeves and Jake um, Lacey star in Crossing State Lines, the movie. I want Plop. <laughs> Dave wants a star. Um, um, shit. How about Tom Holland? We'll make you Tom Holland. We'll give him a beard. You guys know, like, actors in movies a lot more than I do. I will say that. So, like, you see me hesitating on this one, and it's like, I only know so many people. I'll take I'll take Tom Holland. All right, okay. we'll do a Tom Holland, Keanu Reeves vehicle. Okay, so who, who plays who plays a one-time guest? Or I'm willing to do multiple times, so you know what I mean. One-time guest, Tyler Salk. Oh, and, and Jake just labeled me as a one-time guest, Dave. How about that? Oh, no, that? one-time guest, right, at the okay, moment. So far, At the so moment, far. you're a one-time guest. <laughs> at, mo- at the moment, you're a one-time guest. <laughs> Dave's like, you just call me Plop. It is a one-time ordeal. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. First, okay, rather, first-time guest, Tyler Scott. Mm-hmm. First-time guest. First-time. First-time guest. First-time guest. Everybody watching, listening, whatever. <laughs> um... Let's see. Dave, you're right. Dave and I do know actors. You do. Mm. You do. You guys have the pop culture stuff down very well. I feel like... Because you got to have somebody with a good voice. Because Tyler's gotta, you. got a great radio voice. It's got to be somebody with a good Thank voice. Thank you. Um, and it has to be someone that's good with, like, cameos. Yes. You know? It has to be... So naturally, great voice, great with cameos. Uh, Tyler will be played by Bill Murray in the movie. Okay, I'm, I'm, like good on, I'm good on my feet. Good on my like feet. We, we know he ad libbed every line in Caddyshack. Right, right. And we'll 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 introduce him. He's a big him. baseball guy. We'll introduce him by have like the most obscure <laughs> cameo he's ever done too. <laughs> we'll be like former Zombieland star Bill Murray joining us now. I I actually like that one. I like that I like one that. Too. That's okay, good. okay, so, I'll take it. So the Crossing State Lines movie starring Keanu Reeves, Tom Holland, and got to give you the and credit sure. and Bill Murray. Uh, there we go. Dave, we next go. time, I'll next t- time, I'll take this one. Next time, we'll have to cast a small state big takes movie because that that would be a. We'll, we'll have to get one of the guys on to do that. Oh, uh, going back to the office thing, it could be just like um, threat level midnight. Make on the feathers feel. Oh, but like yeah, without exactly. I, we have I, our own I can't. Song. I can't sing like Andy. Oh, no, nah, that's another good question. Who would do the original song for the movie? That's a good one. <laughs> Tessa Roy, just because she would never agree to it. <laughs> I don't think. No, you know, she would get Florence and the Machine to do it for us. Um, That's true. I'm trying to think who'd be a good, because Dave doesn't really like any current act. So we got to get somebody who's like you know trying to make a comeback. No, let's do. You know what? Hootie and the Blowfish. They would do our song. Okay. The, the first Hootie and the like Blowfish that. song in whatever, however many years. But they're gonna they're gonna do it just like the Counting Crows did the Shrek Two song. We're gonna we're gonna get this going. We're, okay. We just need to find a backer. We'll be good. Um, <laughs> I like that. So anyway, okay. uh, that was so, uh, that was back a good to one. me, right? That's back to you, Tyler. Yep. Okay, so I, I'm ad libbing right here, just like Bill Murray. Favorite public figure that everybody else forgot about. Hmm. So while you guys think. Do you remember Rob Ford, the old mayor of Toronto? Oh my god, yeah, I do remember Rob Ford. <laughs> Dave, do yeah. you know about Rob Ford? I do, yeah. Uh, he yeah, passed away. Didn't like, he? What's up? Didn't he die? He passed away, yeah. right? Yeah, from I think it was from Coke. Yeah, allegedly, allegedly, Alleg- in case allegedly. From anybody is watching. Um, <laughs> favorite? Pu- oh well, I mean, I mean, I don't know, really not really not a public figure. He's more of an athlete. But so that's a public figure. Dave, Dave will tell you. I was for the for a couple of months in 2013. I was the biggest Quentin Berry fan in the world. I absolutely <laughs> loved Quentin Berry. I was, I was, I couldn't find his jersey anywhere. I wanted mm-hmm. it so badly. But Dave remembers, right, Dave? How big of a Quentin Berry fan I was. I was so big into Quentin Berry. I loved that. I do. Dude. I do. I do remember that. I still love uh, him. He's out of the league now, but I still love him. <laughs> I'm gonna pick a really obscure athlete here. 
Okay. I'm pick Gigi Detome. Oh, Dave does love that Gigi. Dude was a, that dude was a legend. You watch him shoot warm-ups, he hits like 50 out of 53s. Yeah, that's true. He does. Uh, Gigi was the man. Um, there was another guy like Gigi, too. Another guy was like a... I don't know, maybe I was thinking of no, you know, I'm thinking of another favorite Dave. You player. cut out, you cut out. I didn't hear that. Anything you just said. So no. I know where you're going with that. So we'll move. I'm on. actually not. I was thinking about. I was thinking about Vincent Poirier, not uh, late late for France. I knew you were gonna get the name in there. Well, I knew it. I mean, there's got we're we are contractually obligated to have a Rayful France reference in every episode. So you know, that's that's our deal with Rayful France people. For, him for a six year contract, he had a six year contract at the time. What a disaster! Do me a huge favor and stop talking about Rayful France like that, or I'm gonna drive up to Stoneham two hours and and give you a Rayful France knuckle sandwich. No, nah, I won't do that. His Rayful friends wouldn't do that. He's a peaceful man. He probably hurt himself trying to give a knuckle sandwich. That's it's terrible. always good for terrible thing to say. Well, you know what? Rayful friends is a uh, former star Celtics player. You know what? So that's that's all I got. He's not even that. a guy at the G League main Red Claws. I see you broke up on me there. I couldn't hear you. Um, uh, Dave, Dave, is it you next? I think it's you next. I, oh yeah, I believe it is. Um, yeah, yeah okay. smart ass over here, not ready. Okay. On have you guys both seen Big Daddy? Ah, uh, yes. It's been a while, but yeah. Yes. Okay, so in the movie, they reference lamb and tuna fish as a common combo that, and everyone says how gross it is. Right. Do you remember that in yeah. the court? No. What is a combination of foods that you like that other people would think is disgusting? Mm. That's a good question. That's a real good question. Combination. I'm, I'm trying to think, like, do I do anything that weird? So, so one that's not weird that people have told me is... But it's really not chili and mac and cheese. Like that's, oh, that's delicious. Yeah, that's that's phenomenal. I so my one non media job was at a Cracker Barrel, the one down in Coventry, and I remember they had chili one day. I'm like, could you guys mix mac and cheese with that? I thought it was a normal thing, and then a manager and a couple of the waitresses were like, "What's wrong with you?" And it's like, "What's wrong with you?" <laughs> <laughs> we don't get a lot of good impressions on this show, but that that was one of the best. Uh, okay, <laughs> so uh, on my shows on 990 WBOB, I go into probably so I can only do one actual voice, and it's myself. But mocking voices, I can probably do about forty different tones. Mm. I'd say, I don't know. It's not a talent, but it's not not a talent. I I I I will say Cracker Barrel has excellent pancakes. So I didn't really get the breakfast stuff that much. Oh, I thought I thought the pancake and the waffle batter all tasted the same. I thought it didn't matter. They don't they don't have waffles at Cracker Barrel. Well, they're doing it wrong. (laughs) But um, see, the breakfast is breakfast wherever you go. So I would always get like the lunch and dinner. It was fantastic. That's silly. I put on so much weight when I worked there. So much weight. I, put I was on, there for like three years. I put on 20 pounds. I put on so much weight when I uh, went to college. So, you know, there's also, <laughs> you know, there, there's points in our lives where that happens. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, I, yeah, go ahead. I, okay, well, I have, I have a couple. I don't even know if these are like are weird, but okay. So peanut butter and jelly, I like to put like potato chips in the middle of it. That's not that weird. It, it gives it a really good salty crunch with the jelly, and it just little, tastes really good. A little strange, but okay. See, I, I don't find that one to be that weird because like, you're talking unflavored, just salted potato chips, right? Yeah, like not like barbecue or anything. Just like, uh, yeah, like, like original. Yeah, people like their sandwiches crunchy, and it doesn't really add that much taste. I don't see that one as being that odd. Jake, Jake was not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Jake's, not Jake's completely out on my food. Yeah, this guy doesn't like bacon. Very much out. I know, yeah, I'm honestly not that taken aback because you don't like bacon. Okay. <laughs> or Mexican food. The Mexican one I get. I'm not a big Mexican guy. Um, before you before you do your next one, Dave, I would say probably the the weirdest thing that people look at me about is it's not really a combination. I guess technically is, but I wait, always wait. Can I guess what you're gonna say? Okay. Is it uh, is it the that you put eat cereal without milk? No, but that is a good one too. I but that is something actually more people do than I thought. Um, but the thing I was gonna say is I order I always order a grilled cheese with light cheese because I hate a lot of cheese on things, but I like a lot of things with cheese. It's a weird combination. I won't admit that no, it's I normal. Think, I love I things think with cheese, sense. but hate when they have too much of it. 
Yeah, I think that makes sense because it, it's similar to almost anything. Like, if you love something, obviously you kind of load it on. But, like, grilled cheese, if there's too much cheese, then the bread becomes kind of soggy and it's, there's too much in the middle. Yeah, like, and then you, you, have, the right you, have like, cheese. you have, like, wet bread and you just have a ton of yeah. cheese. And you need you need a good crust on a grilled cheese. If it's a soggy crust, then you're, you're lost. You might as well throw mm-hmm. it out. So bread's got to be golden brown. Here, here's a grilled cheese question. Mayo or butter? For the outside, because oh, I I used to always do butter. Then, like I saw online, it was always like, oh, like mayo is how it comes out, like that perfect golden brown, and it's right. Like I swore by butter. Tried mayo once. I don't think I've turned back. Yeah, I don't like I, mayo I like in anything, butter. so I'm all set. Okay. Yeah, I don't like I don't like mayo. I like butter. Like butter, indeed, indeed. Butter. Did you have another one, Dave? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do one more. Um, okay, let's see. Okay, here's a good one. Here's a good one. What is your ideal broadcast booth of just your favorite broadcasters? If you pick three people. Okay. So you have a sideline reporter, okay. a color, like an, a play-by-play, and a color commentary. Okay, well, Don Orsillo, A1. Okay. Definitely. Uh, I love Charles Johnson. I love him in, uh, in the NFL booth. Um, he's he's always he's great on Madden too. I just love the guy. He just is so just knows so much about the sport, and he's such a great voice to listen to. Um, and a third person, that's where you that's where it gets tough. Um, who's well, really you like like any of the you know kind of like the Boston sports like sideline people or I'm, or maybe TNT like Craig Sager. Oh, I know. You know what? I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go Cedric Maxwell. Get Cedric Maxwell in the booth for me. I love Cedric. I love him. He's not Dude, a, he's I, not I've a, done like so many Celtics broadcasts where like Cedric Maxwell is so all over the place. He is, but I love him. So can you imagine that booth? Don Arcillo, Charles Johnson, and, and Dude, Cedric you need, Maxwell. You need Bill Walton in that booth. I mean, but the good thing is at least Don Arcillo can kind of kind of like rein in Cedric Maxwell. He's time. just going to be laughing the whole time. Oh, he's going to laugh like the pizza throw. Yeah. <laughs> That's so he's gonna laugh like the whole time. When he laughed, that made me laugh. It was funny. Yeah, I love Chase it. Here. But uh, I, don't wanna, I don't want to steal Jake's answer of Don Orsillo. That is where I was gonna go. So I'll go national. I think Jim Nance is obviously the GOAT when it comes to play by play. Um color, I kind of gave it away earlier. Like if no more's in that booth, I'm not going away. And then oh, I'll go local, like how Dave said for the field reporter. I'm going to go former Patriots team reporter Meredith Gorman. Great girl. Very attractive. Meredith, if you're watching, you have my number. Um, she does. Um, unless she deleted it. She probably deleted it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll go with that three. Uh, hold on. Before Dave goes, I would like to note that I re- I, re- I must really love the guy because I fucked his name up. His name is Charles Davis, not Charles Johnson. I'm an idiot. Um, <laughs> but you knew who I meant, so whatever. We, kn- we knew who you were talking about. Good. Um, Good. All right, so the, 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 uh, the play-by-play is where it gets me that's tough. Like I like Orsillo for baseball. Uh, Doc Emmerich is one of the best for hockey. And Mike Breen for basketball, I think is fantastic. Um, yeah, but I would go. Mm, gonna, I would go probably Mike Breen. I, I'd go Mike Breen just to just to change it up. Joe Buck I, is great. People hate I, on him for no reason. I agree that he, he gets hate for no reason, but I thought you were going to be like Joe Buck, Joe Buck, Joe Buck. Like I, you were going to oh, name no. all those names, and then I just want to piss off the massive <laughs> listener base right now. <laughs> Uh, everyone's everyone's anxious to hear the Joe Buck slander. Yeah, uh, I've never been. A I big would fan go of Joe Buck. I I don't know. I, I don't I don't think like he's not my favorite, but I also don't see, understand why people hate him. I, I will 100%. say Joe Buck uh, Joe Buck's 2013 World Series final out call is fantastic. Um, but his 2007 call is like one of the weakest I've ever heard in my life. The game over, World Series over, Red Sox are champions again. See, how did none of us put Joe Casiglione in there, though? Like, he's been the Sox broadcaster on EEI for so long. Like, the voice would get a little bit annoying listen, listening to uh, for too long. But, like, let's be real. Can you believe it is probably, like, the most iconic line that there is in sports broadcasting in these parts. I'm not a fan of Joe Casiglione at all. At all. 
Joe Let's Consiglione. talk about the iconicness my, of that line, though. Like, my the my father. The Red Sox are your 2004 World Series champions. Can you believe it? My father cannot stand Joe Castiglione because his calls are so erratic. And he'll be like, oh, it's a deep fly ball to right field, and it's caught by the first baseman right outside the fringe of the infield. <laughs> my dad hates that, too. Can, I make like, a, can I make a hot take? John Sterling sucks. Yeah, he does. He sucks. Well, I've yeah, done. Much of a hot take. I've it's done true. so many Yankees broadcasts, and you guys know I work in radio. Where um, he gives so much dead air that they legit have to pump up the crowd noise, so that way, like, there aren't like violations that set off stations to um, for like silence. Right, so like, if there's 30 seconds of silence with the bigger radio stations, every manager gets an alert. If it weren't for the crowd noise, those alerts would probably go out seven, eight times a game. 30 That's seconds right. of no talking. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't sucks. like it at all. All right, so we'll hit we'll hit the last one for the night. Uh, so this is a, a pretty pretty. I mean, not it's open ended, but it's only one answer to it. So here's a question for you guys: You can move to any city in the country. Your rent is covered. For when you move there. But you have to commit to living there for the next decade. You cannot leave. You can't move out of there for 10 years. You have to live in this city, town, whatever, for 10 years. But your rent's covered, even like that, but you have to stay there. Where would you choose? And it can't be Uh, where you live now. Can't be where you live now. Nashville. Fuck, that was my answer. Shit. Shouldn't have asked me first. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have posed the question. Should have texted it to you and had you do it. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Nashville's actually my answer. I've never been there. Haven't been there before. Know very little about it, but I've always wanted to go. So ten years there doesn't sound like the worst thing in the world. That's I agree. That's so tough because, like, I'm gonna swear for the first time as we're over an hour in. um, When I was considering going the TV route before I realized this doesn't work on TV, um, (laughs) (laughs) Dave wasn't looking up. He has no clue what I meant. But um, I was like ready to move to like buttfuck New Mexico or whatever, like wherever there was an opportunity. Like I I was willing to go, and that's still the case. Um, So I don't know. Maybe uh, not Boston. The people are they're obnoxious in Boston. They're obnoxious in New York. Um, what about like L.A., San Francisco, Phoenix, Dallas, Austin? Hey, your rent's Miami. covered in San Francisco. It <laughs> wouldn't be a bad move. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi is my rep, though. Fair. Um, but, you know, huh, this is the hardest question yet. Like this is a. Not Detroit, I, we, not Baltimore. We all know you're going to pick Bismarck, so just get on with it and pick Bismarck. I, I, I'm going to Sioux Falls. Is Sioux Falls? <laughs> yeah. You can go to Topeka and live in Kansas. I could. All the country. I could. Middle of the country. Could be right in the middle. Um, I. You know, underrated, go Denver. I think I'm, I'm going to go Buffalo and just enjoy the table jumping life. Table dive wife. I could use like a few bruises on my body. I, as you guys remember, I haven't hurt myself or broken anything in my apartment in like 12 hours now. So I think Buffalo would be the best way to go at it. Make up for less time, you know? All right. Whatever you say. Well, uh, everybody, everybody say goodbye to the stream. Cause I'm going to end it before we end the episode. Uh, well, hope- thanks for it. Thanks for having me, guys. I look forward to part two when we make a movie. Of course. And Tyler, where can we find <laughs> you on the social media? Yeah, um, so Twitter at Tyler Salk. Um, you could find everything that I do right there. Perfect. And I'm at Jacob underscore Morocco, the podcast, SCSL podcast. Dave, you are at David underscore Albiani. Still? Correct. Perfect. All right. And right. Uh, go find all of our stuff there. All of our episodes are uh, at least the past 15, 20 of them are on Spotify right now. We're also on Anchor. Go listen there. And uh, we will see you, well, this is coming out later in the week after Jeopardy, but I guess we'll see you on Jeopardy. I guess, whatever, you know what I mean. But uh, we will, uh, we'll talk to you soon.